Gladiators, we're finally here. It's the Scandal Season 6 finale, TikTok Transfer of Power. We're so sad and also so shocked, but we're going to be talking all about that coming at you right after this. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Same sway way. Okay. Sway. Just one minute. Just one minute. This is to your scandal squad. <laughs> We're creeps. We're <laughs> this intro so long. Oh, Alright. That was we, good. We, we, that we was good. We needed, the... our, we needed our moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We got a two-hour finale, though. We got a lot to talk about. So much. So we're going to just jump right into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our Scandal Season 6 After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Whether you're joining us in the live chat right now or listening online, wherever you are, thank you so much. I know it's late, but we had a two-hour finale, finale, a lot to cover, a lot to talk about. I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me all over social media at Christine Bean with three E's. I am Paris Rose. I'm sorry. I'm... And I'm having a moment, a serious moment right now. Um, I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram and Snapchat at Paris Rose with two R's. And I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. Last episode, guys. Last episode. This is all for music. I'm going to cry again. Season finale. To say, like, all the feels is like an understatement. I'm so shocked. I'm sad. I'm... Mostly shocked and sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. How are you guys feeling on this end of the table? Same. I am shocked, sad. I thought I'd be feeling a little bit happy, you know, having Melly, but all of it's kind of somber. Seeing the changing of um, characters with uh, Carrie Washington, Olivia. It's just, it's too much for me and not happy for me, actually. It's a lot. It, it was a lot to process. Mm-hmm. I mean, two very dynamic back-to-back episodes filled with the answers that we've been waiting mm-hmm. for this entire season. And the somber effect kind of comes because we've come to the end of the season and we've got all our questions answered. So Scandal didn't do us like they have before with a strong cliffhanger. But now we're like, everyone's changed. <laughs> yes. This- who are these people? You know, why know. did this happen? Yeah, you're right. We didn't get the the super dramatic cliffhanger that Scandal normally delivers to us, but we, yeah. like you said, we got a lot of our questions answered. A whole host of new ones unanswered. I guess we'll wait till season seven, being yes. that it is the last season of Scandal. The writers had to give us something to look forward to. Um, our beloved characters are completely different from the way we've met them season one and even just the beginning Oof. of season six yeah so lot lots a lot of changes happening in we Washington. should have played that song i see a true oh true true yes but wait i'm dying laughing first off chat room you guys were already there i think mm-hmm. probably like an hour into the show yeah you guys came on early because i know that we have people watching from different coasts and so you guys, you know, came in, and I love someone commented, Matthew Nicholas. He goes, "Oh, the girls are wearing black for a funeral." <laughs> I said, "I didn't know." Low key, it low key it is a funeral. I mean, we all we just wanted know. to slay, but yeah, we were like final episode. Let's. <laughs> 
just nice and Charlie's just nice meant black. So. Somehow, that's Let's just be a we... singing group because we know how much you guys love our singing. <laughs> we know oh, you man. don't. <laughs> Let's dive in because we have a lot, a lot we to do. go over. We, we were brought into this episode right where we left off on last episode, which is with Mama Pope, trying to figure out why she's in Washington, what she's doing, mm-hmm. who she's working for, and what the ultimate end game is, which is... You know, to assassinate Melly, but but why and what's supposed to happen next? Mm-hmm. And um, while she's imprisoned, we see this, we get like these weird monologues from Mama Pope, and you know, she's just going off. And it seems like every every ten minutes, there's someone else coming into the room, right. or she's talking to some other, you know, just talking to herself, trying to like bait people to come talk to her. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, believe Mama Pope the whole time she was there. I know yeah. you were still like, I don't know, Mama Pope plays games, which is very true. But again, you very smart viewers. Many viewers had mentioned that, yes, they do believe Mama Pope's in charge, or like a part of it, but not in charge. And I'm like, Mama Pope can't be taking orders from anyone. She is in charge, guys. But... When I saw that um, the the interview with her, I knew okay. I think Mama Pope's telling the truth, and the viewers are right again. She's not in charge, and I was thinking the whole time, who really is in charge? I know you were still like indecisive. I wasn't right? sure. But, the whole episode, I was like, but I was like, the viewers are right again. I believe you guys. I have faith in you guys. So I'm like, they're right. They said someone else is in charge, so I believe her, and I'm waiting to hear it. Yeah. Um, First off, that scene was hilarious to me. Like you got, I was doing so much inappropriate laughing while she was go- doing her stuff because I was dying. Like she literally lost her mind. Yes, she. she I mean, I just, I want to know. I want to ask, like the actual actress, like how was it playing that scene? Because it was such a long monologue, mm-hmm. and she did such a fantastic job going in and out of weird characters and and doing these facials TikTok, and sounds. TikTok, 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 TikTok. How hard is that to sit there and be like, what you just did? At one point, she kind of stampered over herself, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, like this lady done lost her mind. <laughs> Imagine how many takes they did of that. Exactly, right. but um. But I love how she stays true to Mama Pope and her girl bye and girl come on can't you help me baby uh, you know she's like so much for black girl magic I was dead I was like wow so I was unsure if it was Mama Pope being honest I think that it was so nice seeing such a transparent and vulnerable connection between Mama Pope and Daddy Papa Pope we had Mama and Papa Pope and that was pretty great um seeing them you know go back to their memories because we touched on it before yeah. like we don't know their past we yeah. saw papa pope being vulnerable with sandra before but never knew his weak side for mama pope so i love that moment she spilled the tea she was like yes. oh they got to sandra the woman you always compared me to yes. every time you know like that really did shed light mm-hmm. on their relationship and I thought this episode was great because seeing the dynamics between them two really made me understand Liv and who she is and the mm-hmm. two people that she came from. I mean, she has some badass parents. One right. is like super smart and stealth. Yeah. The other one's a cold-blooded killer, also super smart and stealth. I mean, it's, it's kind of surprising to me that Liv doesn't, you know, didn't come out knowing how to use knives. Right. Whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I... Prior to this episode, I was curious if it was all just a power grab, but I'm glad to know that it, it wasn't for Mama Pope. She actually was trying to help. Mm-hmm. We obviously didn't find this out until later in the episode, but um, interesting that they brought her back in this way. I, I think it had yeah. everybody kind of like geared up to think it was something else, but it yeah, was, yeah. This season has really changed 
at least my opinion on both her parents. Uh, I already said it last episode. I think Papa Pope, I did say that he was a dad, but you were right, that he's more of a, a father as opposed to a dad. I said a dad because he, I think, loves Olivia unconditionally. And I actually think Mama Pope might, too. Surprisingly, I thought no way until this episode. I thought, you know, yeah, she loves she loves Olivia. And I also changed with my thoughts on Papa Pope. Because I do think as crazy as he was as command and as dark and evil as he was, I do think his intention was to serve the Republic. I really do. So this this season really changed my thoughts on the Popes. The all the Popes. Oh no, yeah. that's true. I, I agree with that, like in the fact that I always felt like Rowan was there to protect her and he set himself up with B six thirteen to always have control and be in power to know who's killing someone before they even do it. Right. All to protect her. And I think that's why in previous seasons We've seen Papa Pope get so mad because he felt that all his work went down the drain because she was serving the white man, as he said. Like, you're going to sleep in the white man's bed instead of being the woman that I created you to be. And as far as Mama Pope, it's funny because all the reasons last week that I thought it could be Mama Pope, she kind of broke down like, (laughs) oh, you think that I did this because of this and that. And I was like, oh, yeah, we did. And she was like, no. And it's like, okay. Um, So... I, you know, it did it did make me change my view of mm-hmm. Mama Pope. I agree with you, Paris, because... But it wasn't the first time. I mean, if we think back to the season that Olivia was captured, season four, when mm-hmm. she was kidnapped, Mama Pope lended her alias in, mm-hmm. in order to be on the blacklist, I mean, to be on the black market yeah. to bid for Olivia. So she came through in that way, but there has been so many ways that Mama Pope undermined it, Olivia, and kind of... You know, so you can't trust her. So it, it, I didn't know yeah. to trust her or to not. I think both of the the Papa and Mama Popes they they both are kind of funny. They move a little bit shady. <laughs> yeah. I think, like you said, the end game is always to protect Olivia. But how they go about it, I think, speaks a lot to their egos, their individual mm-hmm. personalities, and we saw that full force this episode. Yeah. But um, it, it, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but. Now that we were talking about, you know, the fact that Eli used that moment to reinstate B613, I'm curious if that was his, was that his plan all along? Like, is that how he intended to stay in the mix? Mm. Because a, a couple episodes ago, he was so ready to just leave and leave it all behind. But now that, Liv, that Liv is, you know, solidifying her place in the White House, is that how he planned to stay? Because he was the one who brought that to Fitz. He was. Um, you go. I okay, know. I don't. I don't think so. And the reason, because I felt like it was a last minute decision, because he lost all power at that point mm-hmm. when he told Olivia, when Fitz told Olivia, "Do not let you know your mother go." And when he said, "Just keep your mother there. She's in prison." When um, Rowan said, "Keep your mother there. She's in prison. She can't hurt anyone." Olivia defied him. And so, mm-hmm. like he told Fitz, she now holds all this power. There has to be some level of balance. And you're right. able to be the balance. You're able to, you know, all that spill. Which I was like, first off, you mean to tell me that little old weak Fitz is going to be running B613? I think not. I wonder if he tapped him because he knows that's Olivia's weakness. But then what, what would be the goal there? I don't know. I mean, maybe because he he could be the one to f- get through to her in tense moments. I'm not sure, but I, I just thought it was. I it just was, thought it that was whole random. We. I thought it was very random and yeah. very weird. I'm like, why now in the middle of this crisis do you want to reinstate B613? Like they're already kind of like this 
super group that they yeah. put together to right. handle everything. The team, yes, the team. the team. So I was like, why, why go that far? I thought you guys had it all together. I mean, Jake himself can BB six thirteen. Right, this dude has like everything. It's true. I'm gonna say I was really naive and, and liked the idea of B16 being reinstated with Fitz being the leader. At first, I was thinking, why Fitz? I'm command. You don't even like him. Yeah. But for the reasons he stated, which could have been um, for manipulation, but that he, you know, ha- wants to serve the Republic and that he knows how to kind of handle his power. He's not going to let it control him. Yeah. And so I thought. You know, we do kind of need a B613. We need someone to, to do the dirty work. And Fitz won't let power control him. So I kind of liked... <laughs> I liked his thoughts about it. Um, I, I don't know if it was real or not, though. I liked it because it, it fed my mind that maybe Fitz would stay in Washington and live <laughs> and him could be together. But that was crushed right at the yes. middle of the two-hour point. They were like, no, he's leaving. That's that whole thing was a bit dramatic. And Okay, so two things. One, when it comes to B613... It was the 11th hour that they were trying to put it together. So yeah. I was like, what is putting together this coalition, funding it underground? All of a sudden, they're going to be able to find Mama Pope. You guys, all of the B613. I mean, let's not forget that it's Rowan, that it's Jake, that it's um, Char- Charlie, that it's Huck, that it's um, Quinn. Yeah. You got five. You got all the remaining ones because everyone <laughs> yeah. else got shot. So what can you guys do as a coalition can you do that you can't do now so that whole thing was weird and that whole scene I mean not the scene but the emphasis on President Fitz leaving Washington I'm like you all have money I mean it's a plane ride people do long distance relationships (laughs) all the time they're like we'll never see (laughs) each other again that's what I was thinking right like Vermont how far away is Vermont from Washington (laughs) not that far like (laughs) act like he was moving to Japan (laughs) I thought the same thing, but guys, if you wanted to work, they were all like, well, well, well I'll always remember you. Guys. Run, run, run across. It reminded me of the bodyguard. Run. It reminded me of the bodyguard. Yes. I thought of Whitney Houston. I wanted the end of. I really wanted that moment. Scarf blowing in the wind. I really wanted it. I, I actually thought it was, I mean, I thought that whole her running out into the lawn was super dramatic, but <laughs> yeah. the Olitz fan in me was like, okay, one last time. But I thought it was funny that he was like, the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think they've seen everything by now? And they know everything by now. Right. Talk about the cameras. The they cameras. know. Yeah. She's been your mistress already. Like, right. it's do- been She's there, been done in your that. bed. Yes. Like, come on. That's hilarious. But that but, was, but as, though I'm not a Olitzer. I I am a fan of the show, and I'm a fan <laughs> of all things that's you know connected to the show. So I get moved and I get emotional based off of what happens. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, come on, we're talking about season one to season six. That emotion, that um, scene on the lawn, I had tears in my I eyes, too, and I too. always hold them back, guys, because I don't want to mess up my makeup <laughs> for the show. But I'd be like. Ugh. Me too. I was, like I was literally doing the. She was. I think yeah. at every point, each one of us had something that we were getting choked up about. Yeah. I think from like forty-five minutes till the end, I was like, <laughs> "Right, please don't play that back. See my ugly cry face." Um, yeah. but I want to switch gears really quick and talk about Melly because the main premise of this episode was trying to protect her. It was the minutes leading up to the inauguration and making sure that she was safe. And I know that we were all on the edge of our seats in yes. that scene where they're all on the um. What's it called? 
what was the word they used for the stage that they were on? Um, um, I don't know. I'm thinking platform, but... The platform. We're going to just say, <laughs> yeah. keep it simple, the platform. Um, and, you know, lives on the phone with Maya. Try, and it's so tense. We're trying to figure out who's, who she's, oh, like, saying yes. the ducks, yes. who she's mm-hmm. going to shoot. God, in that moment, I had no idea that it was Luna. Like, no, no idea at I'm all. I'm there racking my brain. I'm thinking everyone else. I was also for sure thinking a man, which is wrong of me. But I really was not thinking Luna. She was last on my list. But I can say, since we're talking about Melly, I know people are like hating on us for, or at least me, or maybe Jessica too, for really wanting, believing that Probably. Melly deserves to be president. Oh. But didn't you guys feel it this this oh episode? Yes. That mm-hmm. speech where she's like, I'm going to go out there. I deserve this. The people deserve this. It's uh, the first female president. I'm like, you go, Melly. Yeah, when they were talking about, like, you know, they don't deserve, like, she can't be, you know, in the Oval Office, shuttered behind some windows, doing this in secret. Like, this is for the people. How many people took buses, planes, went across the country to see her? Mm -hmm. That moved me so much. I I had goosebumps. I really did. I mean, I was feeling for Hillary Clinton at this moment because I was like, damn, this could have been her moment. But I was like, this made me, like, relive it. It did. This moment. It did. Mm -hmm. And talk about symbolization with Hillary Clinton when... She had to give her speech mm-hmm. to um, concede the presidency. Yes. She actually was wearing a purple blazer she in real was? life. Yeah. So when I saw that, they are I funny. naturally went back to that moment um, and a little brooch on the side as well. And so I was like, oh, oh Hillary. <laughs> oh, Hillary. That is so um, funny because I noticed that purple. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, that, that speech was empowering. I'm so happy because... When I first watched it and Liv was like, oh, well, you have to. I was like, no, we can't hide the inauguration. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. And even that moment when um, Melly was speaking to Fitz about what would you do? And he was yeah. like, I would counsel it. I was like, no, you wouldn't. First <laughs> off, we're talking about Fitz. Fitzgerald. You know, like he is all about the show. He loves attention. He yeah. loves attention. He likes things to, to be out there, which is understandable mm-hmm. and it makes sense. But... And then, so that that's what I thought at first. I was like, no, you wouldn't. But then he went into, like, this really co- compassionate reason as to why. He was like, yeah. because I was shot. I thought that she was asking, like, if you were in my position, like, eight years ago, what would you do? Not, like, today with all your experience. But that's true. How he described the moments of being shot. Did yeah. it go through y'all's head? Like, dang, is that what it's like being shot? It hit you like a punch and it then it burns? Did. It, I was like, so it burns. Yeah. Okay. You, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was literally thinking about. Well, I always imagine a bullet to be hot. I mean, it's coming from a smoking yeah. gun, you know, so it's coming at you smoking fast, gun. it's coming at you hot, but that was really graphic, and mm-hmm. it totally brought me back to that season and how that played out, yeah. um, and it's weird how just talking about how he got shot and how significant that was, mm-hmm. parallel to, you know, the driving force behind why Luna did what she yes. did, because when her husband got shot, how powerful it made her, and the whole, you know, allusions to Jackie Kennedy and everything like that, I thought that was very interesting about how they made her Luna's character so involved because I know fans in the live chat were seeing it a couple episodes ago when she was announced as VP that it was kind of random. Yeah, I and felt it, that way. Mm-hmm. We all did. It was mm-hmm. just like, okay, yeah, she's a safe choice, but like, why? And she, you know, she was a character, a new character that was introduced to us this season. Right. Considering next season is the last season, how would they, you know, a would she make it out of this season, and b would right. she be influential next season? I mean, clearly not. Homegirl's dead. <laughs> Heart attack. Pass out. Um, well, just three things <laughs> on Luna. Number one, 
my suspicions kind of um, got intensified when we found out that Megan, Meg was a part of, I'm sorry, when we found out that Abby, that episode, Abby's episode, okay, when we found out she was involved and it, and it backtracked her steps and who she was in contact with. And a big situation happened at the hospital. So when the person came up to her and was like, you need to do whatever. And we're like, who is it? And then she turns around and it's Meg. I thought in that moment in my heart, I thought it was going to be Luna that was that was in charge of things at the hospital. It was a weird. I did. I did. It was a it was one of those weird thoughts where I was like, I don't think that she was over it all. But I thought that they got to her maybe after the shooting. Like, if you want your kids to live, then you better. You're the only one that's in this um, this was it secure area? Yeah. So I was like, they had to get to, to someone close to Vargas. And then how she was like, oh, my phone, blah, blah, blah. So in that moment, I had that inkling. Then you remember um, last week, well, let's say tonight, when we were watching it, there was a moment, as we were watching it live, it clicked in my head. Before it was announced on the show, before they did everything that led up, and I didn't want to spoil it for the girls so we could all like watch it. So I texted myself, I said, <laughs> capital letters, I said, Vargas's wife is the, you know, person. And so right when they announced it on the show, and, and we are like, oh yeah. my God, I said, look guys, <laughs> I said, I said like, it. What? You said yeah, it before? But I had to text it for timestamp. <laughs> I, I too had a similar moment like you, mm-hmm. but with Cyrus. Because the whole that whole little snippet that they kept showing of it, him at home stuffing his face with brownies and being like a schlub, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm, yep, watching like something about that whole scene, how dark it was, gave me vindictive vibes. So to find out at the end that he was a part of it, I was still very shocked, mm-hmm. but something about it was fishy to me because I went into this finale thinking. I want to see how everyone's set up for next season, how yeah. all the relationships will end. Will they come full circle? Where is everyone going to end up? Where is their place going to be? Mm-hmm. And I had a question mark around Cyrus. I mean, I had one for Jake, too, because I still feel like he's just kind of there. And like, yeah. we don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly like a utility knife, like a jack of all trades. Yeah. He's there for whatever. To be Jake. Yeah. Yes. But with Cyrus, I'm like, okay, you're not in the presidency. You're not connected to anything. I mean, even Fitz was, like, going out and had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Marcus had a purpose. Everybody had something to do, but where did that leave Cyrus? So to find out in the end that he had a hand in all this, I was like, oh, Cyrus, you dirty dog. Well, I, dirty dog. Oh, no, go ahead, please. I actually like that it was Cyrus because it being Luna, I'm thinking... She is not smart enough to anticipate that she would have been chosen as VP. How could she have planned all this all of this out? Mm-hmm. And to find out that it was Cyrus, I'm like, Cyrus is smart enough. Yeah, Cyrus can anticipate whatever. He knows the characters. He knows Olivia. She's the bigger picture, he knows yeah. everyone, how they think, so how they will process whatever's going on. So it makes perfect sense that he was the, the brain behind it brain. because he is the brain. So I'm like, yeah, okay. It's not really Luna, it's Cyrus, and that makes perfect sense. But can we just say if we roll back to last week as we were wondering what's going to happen next, <laughs> I have to identify the fact that I predicted this. This was my prediction okay. last well, week. I part? said, literally, I said, I feel like Melly's not going to die. I said, I feel like Luna's going to die and Cyrus is going to be the VP. You did say I that. Did. And I thought you were bonkers. You did. Yes. That's for you. Definitely. Thanks. You get that credit. I thought, I how is she seeing this? How? Yeah. You're right. So as it was happening, I was like, oh, but but of course, there were some shocking elements yeah. <laughs> thrown in there. You can't predict it all. But I was like, wow, this happened. You said that Luna's yeah. going to die. Sai's going to be VP. And that's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. You're right. 
I will say I'm so happy Melly didn't die. That would have just crushed my soul. Me too. Honestly. Like, yeah. love Bellamy Young. Love her character. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just doing prep for this week's finale, I watched a ton of press that Tony Goldwyn did and Kerry Washington did on GMA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the mm-hmm. cast all did a Facebook Live earlier today, which was so funny. If you guys have a chance, go to their, the Scandal <laughs> Facebook page and check it out. They did a lot of trivia about, like, their favorite lines that their character has said and just, like, little set secrets and stuff like that, which was really cute. But, um, you know, Kerry Washington did let it slip on many networks that this episode we would really find out who Liv is. And, you know, her character, I guess, reached, like, self-actualization. And, you know, over the course of the season, many people in the live chat have always thrown out things about, you know, Liv, at the end of the day, she's, like a little crazy she really just wants power she's power hungry and you know alluding to that being really who she is and you know she has so many vulnerable moments but this episode we really it really came down to what is Liv made of like when the chips are down you know we saw it early on where she literally took matters into her own hands and almost strangled her to death and then at the very end she literally was like no I'm doing this my way and had the balls to take Luna out that way. Right. So do we think like this is really who Liv is? I think this is who really everyone is. It was, I mean, it was very clear because Olivia started off with this white pure hat and now she's pretty dark so it's you can see the change. Yeah. But I think you can see it on everyone. This is really who Quinn is. This is really who Abby is and as much as I hated Abby for, you know, really messing up, Abby has a good heart. She's a good person and this is who she really is. It's who Everyone is. It's who Huck is. It's who Charlie is. I think this episode, there's no, I have no questions about anyone's character anymore. I know who really, who Fitz is. I know who Papa Pope is. I know who Mama Pope is. I'm like, all my, I got all my answers. You feel satisfied? I'm so, I'm so, I'm like listing every every damn character I can list. I'm naming because really we got a full evolution. The, everything we've seen before was just who people thought they were, who they're trying to be, Mm -hmm. who they're hiding from. And this episode showed everyone's true colors, good or bad. So I really appreciated that. I know, Jessica, you want to chime in. Um, let us know what the live chat's thinking. Of I that. am. Yeah. There's yeah. another point we'll have to circle back to um, that someone mentioned. But in this particular point, I feel that we did see a layer of Olivia. I don't know if I can say that this is who she is in a sense of she just had it deep down inside of her that was waiting to come out. You think it's who she's I become? Think Yes, I think that due to circumstances and her being pushed to the limits is what exposes her inner, like, warrior. And because her situations is never negative, vindictive, it never is for the, you know, the antagonist, for the bad part. She's always the protagonist. She's always trying to save the day. So when she gets pushed, has to do with... Honestly, the last two times of killing someone had to do with protecting Melly. I mean, and the surrounding people. Let's think about what happened when she did kill. By the way, I love when she's like, who in here killed a vice president? I yes, yes. Yeah, me. Proud Mine of it. American. Right, right. But look at what it took to get her to the point of smashing Andrew's head in. I mean, she was captured. He was now threatened. They were going to let him go. He was now threatening everyone in the White House. And then now you have Luna and what she did. She couldn't just keep her around. I mean, she didn't technically kill her. She just delivered the pills that did it. Can, can I counter that? I'm, Please. Because I, I see what you're saying, that you feel like the circumstances, the sense yes. made her this way. Mm-hmm. However, 
if we're pretending that this is the real world and mm-hmm. Olivia is a pure person just like all of us. I don't think you guys have smashed anyone's head in. She's just this pure, <laughs> pure very Tuesday night. Very <laughs> like authoritative, powerful, intelligent black woman. Mm-hmm. Anyone with that characteristic, I don't think is capable of really, no matter what, I really do not feel I can smash anyone's head in with a chair unless they're attacking my family, like my mom or my brother or sister. But Olivia, I think she always had this in there. She has two assassin parents. So I think that she tried to be this powerful, like this pure good person, and that her both her parents realized that she was way more than that, and they were always trying to pull this this real side out of her. That's what I. I think. have to agree with you because the, up until like mid this season, you know, she kept talking about wanting like a clean path to the White House and doing things the right way and fighting for justice and what's right and just you know doing the straight and narrow and keeping the white hat on, which I totally agree with. But I think it, what turned dark with her was her methods and how she mm-hmm. got there. And I think power just ultimately was what drove her to do the things that she did. I mean, she but, had... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. But I was just wondering, when you say power drove her, in this situation, I don't think it was power that drove her. I think that it was literally saving Melly's life. But in the end, I mean, the last set steps that she said on the steps was just like, how does it feel to be the most powerful person in the world? And she said it felt right. right so right. I think it's both. I think that... In the midst of this season, season six, we have saw her try to keep the control of the power and not lose it to the other side and fight for it. And I agree with that. She was very driven by power. But how I personally feel is that what made her kill or enact violence or anything on someone else had to do with protection first. So that's why I don't feel like... She, you know, because honestly, if it was all about power, then fine. Let Millie get killed and uh, let Melly get killed. And then what? She already has rank. Okay, let Luna become president. And who would be a better vice president than Olivia? And then have Luna killed. And then now she's president. So I feel like she has too many resources to truly enact her plan if she just wanted power. I think that she got pushed to a point of no return. Yeah. Look at the regular people. Sorry. No, go ahead. Look at the regular people. Look at Melly. I mean, Melly has done some dark things, but her personally, her, Melly herself, hasn't done anything. She hasn't murdered anyone by herself. She hasn't called <laughs> these crazy shots. <laughs> she said by herself. She hasn't. Uh, look at Fitz. I mean, they've done crazy <laughs> things. They, I mean, Fitz went to war, but he himself has not done any of the things that uh, Olivia has done on her own. Olivia found this strength, this dark strength, easily, like, the first thing that she did easily. was what? Kill Andrew, right? Yes. Okay. She was captured and she was tortured and she was not fed and she didn't think that she was going to get out. So when you, and she was about to be sold on the black market to another country that would rape her, that would do horrible things to her. She suffered. Mm-hmm. She went through so much. So she was still going through, you know, she had post-traumatic stress disorder. When she came back, she was not live. She was not our live when she came back. And so I think that that, being confronted with a person that did that to you and that person is not taking the deal that you're offering and they're threatening you and everyone else around you. She was so enraged that she killed Andrew. Okay. You know, I mean, 
I, th- I think you definitely have a point in the fact that certain it's events deep. have pushed her to become this yeah. person. And I think low-key, the, her parents this episode were dropping gems to her, like, take mm-hmm. things into your own hands. Because yeah. they, Papa Pope took things into his hand by going after Maya. Maya took things into her own, her own hands by trying to assassinate Luna. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that was the last words that uh, Maya left live with. Like, go take it back, honey. Right. Like, this is this is on you. So, last words for Papa Pope. Last words from Papa Pope is, you are not the prey, you are the, the predator. predator. Yes. Which they is, get it. The parents get they it. They know. Especially mm-hmm. because he always said to Olivia, you don't trust me because you feel that I am the predator. Yes. But what you don't understand, Olivia, is that I am not the predator. <laughs> yes. You sound like yes. Jim Warren. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Right. Well, one thing, though, I, I will agree with you guys, and we can meet at the point of, I do feel like she's crossed over, and now she's crossed a line for future things to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm scared of the Olivia to come. Yes. I felt like she had to do what she had to do this episode, but now I'm sorry. We know. I mean, black parents, you don't disrespect them. She <laughs> told both of them in one episode, you cross me again, I will kill I you. Kill you. Mm. I believe it. But I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you say this at? Where they right, do that at? Right. And then you choked your mom? I'm sorry. That was a crazy came out. She would have found a way to snatch out of those restraints. Crazy mom Pope was like, it's okay. It's okay. I understand. I understand. <laughs> she was probably like, that's my baby. Uh-huh. Choking you know, me, almost right? killing me. Everybody's my Pope's baby. Everything yes. is baby. Oh my God. She was great. I love that they brought her back for this yes. finale. Yeah. That was an awesome way to kick things off um, going into season seven. Can I sneak in? A, oh yeah, a for sure. Yeah, okay. Chat. So Matthew Nicholas, I died laughing when I saw it scroll up. He he said, "Should Olivia have switched dresses with Bollywood Melly?" <laughs> it was it was so, so Bollywood. When I read it, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, can we get like, shady boots to the costume design? But I was like, "What the oh, hell?" Yeah, she was looking like she was about to bust out a Bollywood dance. I thought Geisha, but yes, Bollywood. That was hilarious. Yeah, to me. I wasn't a fan of the choice. And like, you said it on spot. You're like, oh. I thought did you say like I wanted something more yeah. flowy? Yeah. At first I was like yes because I saw the red and I was like oh it's going to be a really regal gown and then I looked down and I'm like it's a straight there's a little no jacket I mean can jacket. we can we call oh Michelle Obama because she slayed the she hell does. out of that yeah, both inauguration does. balls I mean uh, I don't know that was but, kind of disappointing for me but I mean Bellamy you looked great yes Olivia though but. Olivia Slade. We got all oh, of our yes. lives yes. from that dress, and she made up from all the cloaks that she was wearing, <laughs> you know, earlier in this season. Yeah. Her waist looks snatched. snatched. And her hair, I was like, oh, they brought out the straight wig to this. <laughs> she straightened her hair. It was, she was so fly. Curls, like, oh. The way that train opened up at the bottom, the silhouette mm-hmm. off the shoulder, mm, the dark navy. She looks yeah. gorgeous. Pretty but can we take a little detour since we're talking about all the dark darkness and the, the seriousness. Can we talk about the happiness with Quinn? I know. Let's get there. Can we toast to Quinn? Yes. <laughs> because she can't drink. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Quinn is pregnant, which I, I have to say, out of all the little bombshells they dropped, I was definitely no. not expecting that. I don't no, know how the live chat the radar. Did not, not see all. that coming. Um, and for a second, you know, I really thought she was going to bolt. I thought she was I just going to leave town. Like, you know, had her and Abby not had that heart to heart, who knows? But we do know who felt away in this episode, which is Huck. I, I know the fan, the scandal fans saw that little moment mm-hmm. in the corner where I think it really hit Huck that this it's it's done for it's those done. two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he pushed her away when you know they had their little moment after he was down the season, and 
you know, there was always that gray area between those two, but yeah. now she got a bun in the oven. It's it's over. It made me sad because I realized the same moment that Huck realized it was over, I realized it's not happening with Huck and Quinn, and I was so sad. I actually do like Charlie. Sorry. I do like Charlie. I, I like what Charlie. was that? You like Charlie? He's just such a funny character. I, I prefer Huck and Quinn. I'm just, you know, giving you crap because... I, you know, <laughs> I do like Charlie, yeah. but I just had a moment with Huck when she said she's pregnant and they had this kissing moment. I should be happy for Huck. I mean, for Quinn and Charlie, but I felt like I was Huck in the corner, like, so it's done. It's really done. That's We're not going to be anything. Yeah, that's that's so fun. I mean, I, I mean, it's fine. It's okay to yeah. like Charlie. <laughs> you know, I thought that he was the murderer that was behind it, and I said, "I see you, Charlie," but he wasn't the one. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we can like him. Um, but guys, this is our first OPA baby. I know. Our first OPA really? baby. I know. Maybe the only one, considering we have one more season. But <laughs> how does that, right? how does that fit in, that in there? there? Because, you know, Liv crushed our dreams. Yeah, yeah like, so. she'll never... I mean, talk about power being gone. But anyway, um, when... I was surprised. I, I never thought that Quinn was going to leave. And even when she had talked... Sorry. Even when she had talked to Abby about taking over, I was like, you were just... You don't get to just offer this position to anyone. It needs to be right. ordained from Olivia. Like, you don't get to just... And plus, nobody wants Abby it would to be run it. Yes. I mean, for that reason and for so many others, like, I just, I don't see her. Unfortunately, she's just drifted so far to the White House and then got corrupt and then coming back like a little sad puppy. I don't see her being over OPA. You don't feel anything for her character at all anymore? I do feel empathy. Um, I think that it's time for them to forgive her. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, she's gone through a lot and I know that it wasn't meant to be, you know, she didn't mean to be involved in the way that she was. Mm-hmm. So I do, I, I was happy when um, Quinn brought her back in quicker than Olivia would have forgiven her. Quinn forgave her quicker. Mm-hmm. And it's time for her to rejoin the team. She's going to be out of the White House. I agree with her coming in and being the chief of staff, but I'm sorry, that position of running OPA was just so coveted and it was such an emotional yes. transfer of power last week. For you to do all of that, to receive that power and be like, yeah, so I want you to run this. I'm going to go off and live my life because now I'm pregnant. Girl, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And the words of Mama Pope. Like, Girl, We had such bye. a moment last week and yes. now you just like, here, take it. I was like, this, this is not, she doesn't deserve she, it like this. I mean, you know, it's that fight or flight mentality. She couldn't handle the, the seriousness of what was happening to her. So she yeah. wanted to just bolt. But I'm glad she didn't. Yeah. Can stay. It's kind of be- funny how the... The boys, the men don't have any... Like, Charlie, Huck, they're not even up for discussion. <laughs> the men don't have to say anything. <laughs> Jack Diddley Squat. I mean, this episode was all about the, the powerful women on this show. Yes. And kudos to Shonda Rhimes. I mean, she dropped so many gems from Mama Pope's monologue, talking about black yes, women bearing yes. the load. I mean, just... Yeah. Like... Somebody said... They're Slow like, clap. I want to know who wrote Mama Pope's monologue. For they real. said it in the chat because... Yeah. It, it went far beyond what the situation was, <laughs> clearly. Shonda really wanted to Too address much. real world. She's yes. like, we're going to talk about the black life right now. Yes. So I, I really like that. She I appreciate in. that. I mean, Shonda always does her fans good. Mm-hmm. Um, question is, will she give us what we want going into next season? Um, is this a good time to go, do our season seven predictions? Slash wow. wrap up for season six? I'm trying six. to think. Did we, did so, we get everything? I don't know. I don't want to so miss much. anything now. Right. We can't, we can't no, like, no, we can't, we can't right. go anything. back. Um, 
I mean, Quinn, Quinn in the office. I mean, one just cute thing when she was redecorating. Well, honestly, oh, like, shady boots. Shady, shady boots. Yeah. Yeah. So Shady Boots to me kind of falls into what I'm saying. So Quinn went into the office. She redecorated. I love that Quinn is wearing a suit now. Yeah. Have you guys noticed? Like yes. he's not just, you know, being normal. But when Olivia walked in and she turned and she stopped and she looked and Quinn's like, Did you, do you like it? Because <laughs> doesn't matter what I think, as long as you like that it. That was my moment. Good. Oh, okay, so this is the day I wrote it Shady down. Boots. It was the shade. That was. she Because she looked at it so long, and she was like, if you like it, that's all that matters. And that creepy, <laughs> like, doll look. So, yeah, there's our Shady Boots moment. Can we think of, like, our best Shady Boots of the season? Hmm. I feel like it's it's a grand, it's a finale. Let's talk about it all. <laughs> I I'm gonna say the shadiest people of the season are the popes, Mama Pope and Papa Pope. Mama Pope had some shady moments, especially when Olivia was putting on that very great act, like she really believed in her mother. And oh, I believe you. I'm here to save you. And her mom's like, you're not, you're not game recognized game. Yeah, girl. you're not fooling. No, but I just love these moments where they kind of fall out of their very professional character right, and they get like hood, like, right. like game recognized game olivia had said trust you know yes. <laughs> yeah. these moments where i'm like okay so you're real people all right so i think the popes in general like win shady boots that Pope family can we talk about that scene that you just brought up though because <laughs> when olivia i was like girl i was like take it back take it back you're going too strong you're going too strong <laughs> the same it way. was too much it was yeah. way too First much first off Olivia has visited her mom on plenty of occasions in that jail cell, and she never cared. And she to come in, she her. never cared. Yes. Yeah. She did too much. Mom, I'm here for you. Let her out. Let her out. Mom, I'm here for you. Let her out. Give her food. Give me your hand. I'm going to get you out of here. Let her out. Like, it was like, whoa, on steroids. Mama. Yeah. And I love how mom Pope was like, really? You believe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that look that she gave was like... Okay, no. now you overdid it. Yeah, too, right. it was too much, too much, too much, too much. And her trusting her to leave and to have that that uh, tracker. What I would have did was knocked Mama Pope out. I would have slit her eight times and put like as if I. It could have been eight spots that the tracker was in. <laughs> oh Therefore, she God. had eight wounds. Therefore, she wouldn't know. She would have had to pick out the tracker from eight different. <laughs> They need to. They no, know. Do you they need really about that. Like, Jesus. how do you make sure? Because if you say, "Oh, we're gonna put tracker in you," oh, okay, go ahead and put it in my neck, like the same old thing. She knows where to pick it out. I would have slit her eight I times. Mean, that was a super, super dumb plan. Yeah, I yes. Like it was like really. <laughs> yes. This is a finale. We're gonna go that route. Okay. I mean, obviously, it was a setup for something bigger, but. I love how everybody checked her. Like, really, live, Really? Right, That yeah. was the way you decided to go about this. But <laughs> it was so steadfast. Like, no, I am right. I trust my mother. I'm like, you just said you trusted your mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, go. Well, how did you guys... Sorry, because I just want to address this. How did you guys yeah. feel about the way Luna died? This, this pill she had to take. Two pills she had to take. I thought it was interesting that Jake was by her side. He's always by people's side when they die. Whether it was um, James, uh, Cyrus's dead husband mm-hmm. from way back when, and yeah, he's just his ex wifes ex father. Yeah, like he's always kind of weird. There, he's almost like the Undertaker. Yeah, or the Grim Reaper. <laughs> the Grim Reaper. That's, that's what I meant. Or oh, the Undertaker. <laughs> Um, I'm glad that you brought up the Luna because we really didn't talk about this this massive plan, right. you know, going like deep into it. Because I'm sorry, 
a lot of questions were answered, but I still have questions. What are some of your questions? Well, for one, okay, so at first what went through my mind was, so she's behind it, so that means that she had to kill her husband. Like, why would you do that? And how would you think that this plan could go from A all the way to Z? Because I'm sorry, it was Z her getting in the White House because she was never on anyone's radar. And so many people had to die and then not be elected. Let's go through it. So Cyrus uh, Vargas gets shot. Yeah. That would have made Cyrus the president-elect. But because of the scandal that happened, he was taken to prison. So it jumped sides. Was that in the plan? Because one of the things about the the um, the two live crew, they were always like, we need Melly in the White House. That is our goal. Well, if the two live crew was working for Luna, then how did they think that Luna would hold the ticket to invite Vargas's wife on? Why would they think that they would cross from Democrats to Republican? How did she think that even, and another really strange thing was because the two life crew was in charge, their request was for Payas to be vice president and for Miss Rulin to be chief of staff. If that was their plan all along, why wouldn't they say, well, we need Vargas's wife to be the vice president, how would they have made that transition? Yes. Those are my questions. Maybe that (laughs) part of the plan was put into place once Cyrus was out of jail. Maybe that was his... Right. But Cyrus like out of what, jail for like, what? Was Cyrus, Cyrus always the head? Like what? Oh, That's what I'm saying. Like, what? was he behind... Like, when, when did he become involved in this major plan? And what is his benefit? I'm sorry. It, okay, so... Okay, so let's say this. Maybe if he was behind it all... Maybe his plan was just to kill Vargas and then he becomes president. And maybe he would have elected, if he had the opportunity, uh, Mama Vargas, wife Vargas, uh, crazy lady, as the VP. Maybe that could have been the plan. Either that or she probably would have planned to talk her way into that spot and appeal to Melly as like, you know, my I want to continue my husband's legacy, like woman to woman. Like right. I want to support you. Let's make a bipartisan but effort. But that wasn't. It, but if that doesn't became, go. Yeah. If Sai became mm-hmm. president, I'm guessing then Luna could have been VP, and it would have worked perfectly too because yeah. she had just lost her president elect mm-hmm. or the new president, and it would have worked perfectly. So I'm. If that was the plan, I get that. Yeah. If it wasn't, then I'm confused. That, yeah, yeah. Like, if that was the plan, only because he was hit with a curveball yeah because of what olivia found out and then like trying to say no he's the one and they sent the police to his home to get arrested for the murder of vargas because the setup because of tom now tom probably was the curveball because it was tom's confession yeah. that said no cyrus made me do it yeah so that is deep <laughs> it's very that deep. is so deep it's so intricate yeah yes. i think the wine is keeping me from and and even <laughs> Okay, so, and then also my confusion, well, uh, confusion and frustration had to do when Olivia found out that it was Luna and she was like, you know, we're going to handle this. And Luna's like, no, we're not because you need me. And she was like, well, more options are out. I was like, I'm sorry. In what world does it make sense to keep this person? Because if Luna had planned for Melly's death, you know, she's dangerous. She could kill Melly at any time. She's exactly. always the next order of command. So right. for them to be like, oh, it's over. For Mama Pope to be like, let's move on. For Daddy Pope to be like, I'm leaving. Like, why is this the end? Right. I mean, she was the head of these two 
crazy assassins roll in mm-hmm. and, and pay us. Pay us. So how are they? <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely this damn wine that's making me mumble. But right, can we like how we forgotten that she is the leader of these two very crazy people? Well, Cyrus. Well, is yeah. the leader. She was She's just a, a real pawn. Yeah. Cyrus is I little... think Cyrus sold her that dream, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. and like I think they were probably on the same page. But she had to be really wicked to be like, yeah, kill my husband. Yeah, kill the father of my that kids. That is true. He must have. I mean, Cyrus, you've heard his speeches. He can talk anybody into doing anything. To murder I the think... father of your kids who just became president. Lord yeah. mercy. I mean. I didn't want to be right. first lady. Is that what is, said. yeah, that I is. I never wanted to be first lady. But considering how he ended that uh, conversation with Liv, saying, "Well, the question now is how are you going to get rid of her?" I think that was probably his plan the entire time to get rid of her. Like work with her up until that point and let her get there, and then just get rid of her. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and Liv is going to keep Cyrus. That's how you. That is like the symbol of that. Liv is changing. She's like, mm, kudos to you, Cyrus. This was your whole plan. Ha! Huh, you're good keeping you. What the hell? This is the symbol that she is a different Liv. I agree, but I actually also think it was, like, actually the most transparent moment for her. Because for her to, like, cast him out and be like, you're so wrong for all that. It's like, you've done a lot of, you know, stuff yourself. You know, so I felt like... At that, it was a game recognized game at that point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like she's done a lot, but I feel like I still go back to her. A lot had to do with everything that Cyrus started it. Like, she was trying to, like, counteract his plan all along. But I think that she was high on power in that moment sitting out there that she... He trapped her. It wasn't like he said, I killed her. You know, this is my plan. And she was like, okay, cool. Let's cheers. He said, so those funds... Because remember when we were watching, I said, you see Cyrus's yeah. face? Mm-hmm. He recognized where that 0.03% of funding yes. was going. He knew what that meant. And he put it back in her face. So it was almost like a, I'm not going to say blackmail, but they it was a catch-22. Like they, yeah. you know, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, because at the end of the day, and as I said, and as I continue to say about Cyrus, we know who Cyrus is. He is very transparent. We yes. know who he is. So you rather have someone that you know that's powerful, that's your friend, that's been here from the beginning, and you just know their dirt True. than some random who you're going to elect. Before we get into predictions, because I know we need to get there, I, I just want to talk about the one character, because I said almost all the characters have evolved. We see who they really are. The one character who hasn't evolved is my good friend, David Rosen. David Rosen. He has been this oh, weak Rosen. character the whole time, and I feel really bad for him. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's meant to be anything more than what he is, really. Just a pawn, and everyone's everyone uses him. A pawn, but also, like, weirdly comedic relief and just, like, yeah. a light storyline here and there. He's also a facilitator, don't get us wrong. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he is the AG who happens to be, you know, really cool with everybody yeah. who does all the stuff in Washington, so... I, I, I'm, I don't know about you. I'm just saying I'm okay with where he's at. I, I always love to see him. But, yeah. but I was like, dang, they did him wrong this episode. They kept discarding yes. him like off to the side. Like, don't but worry I, about it. Don't worry about it. Or if we're going to do a parallel, of course, to what's going on right now in the real administration, they were keeping him for information so he couldn't testify or have knowledge about it because he is the attorney general. Yeah. These people are actually running the White House in their big positions. <laughs> With all the craziness, still happening. Yeah, right. <laughs> like wow, right. wow, wow. It's it's been a crazy season. Yeah. To say what the do least. you got? What are your predictions for season seven? I mean, overall thoughts for season six and predictions for season seven for me. Um, I really enjoyed this season. I thought that 
they made a really strong showing to bring this show back to what we really love about mm-hmm. it, which is the drama, the tea. Um, I know throughout the season we spoke a lot about, you know, are they going to get back to doing cases and whatnot? I think that part of the, you know, the show is behind us. And um, I, I just don't see that coming back for season seven. I think it's going to be about Liv coming full circle. She is the center of this show. I truly believe, you know, now that we've seen her cross over to this dark side, season seven is going to just be... Um, just a crescendo to what to you know some sort of situation really defining Liv even more than we've seen and how she chooses to exit the White House because I don't I I, I don't I mean this is far reaching but I don't see her staying in power through to season seven like I think she reaches a high point and then drops out hmm. drops out we'll see um I'm really curious to see how this governing power will work with Melia's POTUS and Cyrus as VP and live as chief of staff. I mean, I am I, really just curious to see how that all wraps up. And I'm like really sad as an elitzer that Fitz is gone. I mean, for, who knows for how long? Right, right. Tony Goldwyn teased that on GMA when they asked, like, you know, do you see your character staying with Liv and how do you feel about that? He's like, I want them to be together. Obviously, that's always yeah. my hope. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it then that he was like dropping some tidbits <laughs> like, hey, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I keep yeah. going back to the 100th episode and how they gave us so much just to like tease it. Yeah. So I, I, I love this season. It's been such a pleasure to host it with you guys. And yeah. I, I know I'll be back here next season. I don't know about you guys, but we'll be here. Uh, hopefully, time. we'll see. Um, thoughts on this season and season seven? I think the opposite of you. Whoa. I actually think be- because we only have one season, we can't really get too much into the drama of the White House. That I actually think they're going to go back to the cases at OPA. Really? Um, especially because now we have a, a team again. We have Abby, we have Quinn, we have Charlie, we have Huck. So it's an actual team, and I think that they're going to focus more on OPA than the White House since. Melly was never supposed to be the like the theme. She's not. We're, we're not focusing on Melly in the White House, so I don't think they're going to be so hard on what's going on. Um, I do think we're going to see a crazy a crazy live next season that we might not like. We might love to hate her type thing. Um, I think that they will end up together. The Fitz and, and Olivia, I think Olitzers will be happy because in happy the, right now. Yes, because they made us they made happy. us think <laughs> that it's done this um this season, and I think that that's just to like pull on us, and like we're gonna be super happy when we realize that they're actually back. I mean, so Jake's it. single. He's in town. They kind of tease a little bit this like right? episode, like oh, Jake's back at the knocking on the door, but it's not Jake. He's not it. I know. I was like. She's mm. like, I know what we're gonna do. I was like, right. yes, but yeah, that's it. So I you, wasn't you're, thinking you're about girl. set up the vice president for her own death. But I agree with you. Um, I am opposite of what you think in reference to what's gonna happen next year when it comes to OPA because I do feel like they made it a point to reincorporate Abby back into the fold. Mm. I think that you know where can they go? They focus so much on the White House this season and the election and all of that. I don't think that it's going to be more heavy on the cases. I think that it's going to be neutral. And I I honestly feel like we're going to circle back to first season in that same tone, Mm. except now all positions have been shifted. I feel like OPA will have their cases. They're going to need to collaborate with the White House. And now, you know, you have Melly and everyone that and Cyrus is at the White House. I feel like they're going to need some underground dirt devil 
agents out there to handle more major situations. And guess who's going to be over that? Olivia and her B613 team. I think that there's going to be scandal in the White House. You know, Marcus is moving on to cover the foundation in Vermont. So there could be love scandals between Melly and people who work in the White House. You know, we're going to really see, I feel that we're going to really see her presidency unfold because I feel in my heart that Shonda Rhimes is doing this for us because we do not get the opportunity to see the first female first president reality yeah in reality and i feel like she's going to take us through each steps we're going to figure out her cabinet people we're going to see more women empowerment more minority empowerment and we're going to see what the actual government and administration can look like if people actually open their eyes and ears to diversity I hope she does show all the like nuances yeah. and struggles that a, a woman president would have yeah. to deal with. The biases, you know, yeah. things that, you know, oh, like she said, like every other male predecessor was able to step out and do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be challenged with that. And in that same breath, let me just say, how cute was her new Oval Office? Yes. yes. That gold, I mean, when you talk about putting a woman's touch, that blue went to gold. She had a gold chair. She had striped gold couches mm-hmm. and polka dotted curtains and flowers. She had a painting of Victoria Hull, who was the first lady to actually run for the president in like 18-something. She was the big oh, leader of the she, movement. Yes, that's who she was. I had to Google her. I didn't know who she was. Yeah. But that's who the painting was. It was the, yes, like you yeah. said. Victoria Woodhull. Yes. Well, someone in our live chat just asked a question. Moonwalking through life is the name. And he said, or she said, so how is Liv going to balance chief of staff and command of B613 at the same time? We shall see. We shall see. That remains to be seen. Um, Like Jake did. I mean, Jake was the head of the NSA, I think, at the time, or whatever a position, major position that... Um, Fitz appointed him to. Yeah. And he was doing B613, so... I think if we learn anything this season, it's never to underestimate Olivia Pope. I think she can handle that and more, and we'll see her do it all next season. Ladies, (gasps) it's been real. Thank you to our followers. Thank you to our live chatters. You know, thank you for giving our our panel a chance for loving and living through this show with us every week. Um, It truly means the world to have you guys gush about scandal with us it's been so great um one thing a big announcement guys um next week though we're not going to have the show we're going to do a live facebook stream Mm -hmm. and it's going to be meet the host i mean we've been up here talking about how we feel about (laughs) the show but get to know us ask us questions so come follow after buzz tv on facebook next week at 9 p.m Pacific Standard Time, yes. you can join us for Meet the Host and be sure to join us because we want to hear from you. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. And we want to continue the conversation with you guys for the rest of the year on social media. Chat us up, tweet us, Facebook, Instagram, us, all the social. Um, you know, I'm sure over the summer we're going to hear a lot about what's going into season seven and just about anything. We'll talk more next week. You'll get to know us. We'll get to know you better. Um, but all season long, it's been so great having you all. I'm your host, Christine Alexis, and you can find me all over social media at Christine It has been real. Guys, I'm going to miss you. Find me on Instagram. I, see, I found a few of you guys. Um, I'm Paris Rose with two R's. Find me on the gram and Snapchat. 
Yeah, and thank you guys so much for the love. I, and all cap says, love you guys in the chat, so we appreciate that. Um, and I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. That's M I S S. It's been real. It's been real. See you next week. Love you guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 